on Denver Sports Station, 104.3, The Fan. We are here. Oh, just think of the time. Broncos coach, not so much. Not quite. Not almost. Not yet. Almost. Almost. In the next 48 hours. Yeah. Right? 48 hours. Yeah, yeah, guaranteed. We'll just keep on casting that 48-hour yeah. net until we Every day. catch something. That's right. We're going to catch a fish. We're going to catch a darn fish. Just how big is the fish, though? It's going to be a big fish. Got to be a big fish. Got to. Got to be a big fish. We go back to our foundation yep. of they're going to deliver a big fish. We know they went back to Ann Arbor. Or went to Ann Arbor yep. after you know to try to close a deal there. You didn't go to say hi, and they didn't get it done. So they're going for a big fish here. That, that, I mean, just don't see a, them settling here. But who well, knows? Well, to thing. me, to me, there's only two big fish in this pond. Jim is one of them. Jim Harbaugh and Sean Payton is the other. So when Rappaport and Ian Rappaport went on with the team partner yesterday and said, um. He said, Denver does appear to be focused on a big, big, big candidate. So maybe that's taking them a little bit more time regardless of the head start that they had. I mean, what is that? Like, come on, Ian. Like, four bigs there, three bigs? Like, what does that even mean? I mean, are you talking about bigger than Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh? When you use the word big that many times, that's where my mind almost went. It's like, what are we? Who who are you? Who, I mean... Who is it then? Like, I mean, I, I, that's a little bit over the top for me there. Mm-hmm. A little bit over the top. Um, I just, I, like, they're looking for a big candidate. Yeah, okay, yeah. And and, and that's the, the top two or three or top couple or, or, the, or the big candidates. But so, go ahead. Well, in terms of Harbaugh, Schefter was asked yesterday on the fan by Matt Smith, was Harbaugh offered a contract from the Broncos, and this is what Schefter said. Well, I, I, I don't know. They, I mean, what's an offer, right? Like, you, you talk to see if both sides have mutual interest. And I, I think that they were talking, like, Jim, what would it look like for you? What would it look like, Jim asked them, what would it look like for them? They go back and forth. Are you interested? And at some point in time, for whatever reason, one or both the sides walk away. I, You know, I, I don't get Was it offered? I mean, I don't know. Like, you probably discussed contract ground. Like, here's what we look, here's what a deal would look like. Does that count as an offer? I don't know. I, and I'm not so hung up on whether a deal was offered. Either you can get a deal done or you're not. And they didn't get a deal done. Deal was offered. <laughs> they had, they had, like, like Schefter's kind of leading you down he the road. Is like, kind of, it yes. It didn't get done. But, like, do you talk about the numbers a little bit? Yeah, that's a, that's the bare minimum. You're talking about numbers and, like, what it would look like, what it would take. I don't know. Uh, probably with his agent, and you're kind of figuring that stuff out. You probably have parameters in place, kind of ready to go. I would assume um, if you if you get down the road that far. So yes, um, I think Schefter's kind of leading us to the water there. We just got to use our brain to figure out the rest. Yeah. So you put all this together that we know for a fact that uh, the Broncos' ownership was in Ann Arbor. Um, Schefter's words that he used in his report was a deal didn't materialize. Just total layman. When you say a deal didn't materialize, sounds like you were you were working on a deal. That makes sense. That's why you were in Ann Arbor. Um, a deal didn't get done. Now the Broncos have to move on. I think. Eh, I that's think. what I want to get to. Right. I mean, you, that's what you teased into. Like, mm-hmm. is, is he off the table now? Jim Harbaugh off the table. And I mean, look, me, 
I say just by what we've seen so far, he is the apple of their eyes. Okay? He is their first crush. He's their first love. That's like, you know, that's it. That's everything. That's who they want, obviously. They went back for round two. Have they gone to round two with anyone else? They have not. Not that we know of anyway. Right. But for him, yep. they did. They and did. they flew out to meet him after doing an in-person, I mean, a, a virtual one on online deal, yep. right? Yep. So I speculate and think that they love, 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 love Jim Harbaugh. Okay? Guess what? That never goes away unless you hire a coach and unless, like you keep saying, they sign him to an extension and you know it's done because he keeps leaving the door open. He keeps teasing you, right? And when you keep getting teased, you just keep on like, oh, I got, oh man, I like that. Oh, like that's that hot one that you just like, oh, that you never can get out of your mind, right? And your first love, it just never goes away. That's way they. That's the way they are with Jim Harbaugh. So is it gone? Is it over? Heck no. And it never will be until they hire a different coach. James Merrillat from DenverSports.com. You've been sort of eavesdropping here the last couple minutes. There is a lot here, okay? Yes. So to organize our thoughts and who's saying what and the conflicting reports and, you know, pushback from the Broncos, what, what, what do you make of all of this? Well, I just look at it and say, if it was any other candidate other than Jim Harbaugh or D'Amico Ryans, why isn't it already done? Right? Like, if it was if it was Sean Payton, you could have hired him two weeks ago. Like, why is this stretching out? If it was going to, and I know these guys have been eliminated, but if it was going to be Caldwell or Shaw or Evero, like, they could have made that hire. So the fact that it's January 31st, they haven't made the move yet, nothing seems imminent, then I ask the question of like, okay, well, why? What are they waiting for? Well, it was D'Amico Ryan's had to get done with the conference title game. Uh, they could be moving on that in the next day or two if they wanted to, but it looks like he's going to Houston. So that leaves Jim Harbaugh. And what is looming? Well, tomorrow's National Signing Day. So is Jim Harbaugh setting this up to where, hey, I don't want to leave my alma mater in a lurch and whoever takes over for me with a bare cupboard and mess up a, a, a you know recruiting class right at the last minute and then he's going to make the move? I don't know, but that at least makes sense, right? Like, that adds up, and we would look at it in hindsight. Like, let's just play the hypothetical. Say the Broncos have a press conference on Thursday or Friday to introduce Jim Harbaugh. We would all look back and go, oh, okay, now it makes sense. These dominoes had to fall in this this direction. Other than that, whoever it is, we're going to look back and go, why why did it go this route? Like, the, the path wouldn't have made any sense if it's Sean Payton, if it's somebody else. So that's why I'm still – I still think it's going to be Harbaugh. Like, if you made me bet, I would say I think Jim Harbaugh is going to be the next head coach of the Broncos because I'm giving the new ownership group the benefit of the doubt. I'm looking at it saying, yeah, I think in hindsight we're going to look back and say, that was the plan. Okay, it no, makes but sense. See, because otherwise like, it's going to be, I think, oh, my God, they're a mess and they don't know what they're doing. Like, to me, it's one extreme or the other. Because we talked about it yesterday. We you did. Know, about the whole yeah. recruiting thing. And, you know, I was like, maybe I, we were kind of in agreement. Maybe that's maybe that's why he's trying to do Michigan a solid. I think it actually does Mich- Michigan a disservice. It does. Like, I if think, you would have yes. done it a week ago, you would have gave a new coach the, it, to, a time to get and keep the kids. If you do 
it the day after National Signing Day, you're going to have some ticked off kids. And they're going to be like, well, who's our coach? Like, you're doing them a disservice if you leave after these kids sign. So I think I think it's more of a negative. Like, if he wanted to do them a solid and a favor because he loves Michigan, he would have done it last week when they were in town. So you know, I, I, I'm not buying that anymore. Do you know where Jim Harbaugh was last year on National Signing Day? Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So this is sort of the pattern, right? And I think he, I think he would have taken that job if it was offered to him. Probably so. We also have had this, the reports over the weekend that Jim Harbaugh wants to get back in the NFL, and if he does, he wants to go to the Broncos. Right. Right? So, like, well, why is that getting out there? And who's that getting out I'm there I'm not from? buying that. Who does that benefit? He had that opportunity, Jim, last Monday. I, I, I that, just still believe And just he's for clarity, to, that was Ian Rappaport who yeah. said that if he, wanted, if he was going to come back, he wanted it to be with the Broncos. Now, maybe that's spin being put out there because, boy, it's not a good look when D'Amico Ryans picks Houston over Denver. Uh, and, and so how do you make the Broncos look like, hey, they're still a good job, quote-unquote? Well, hey, Jim Harbaugh wanted it. He just is going to stay in college. Otherwise, he'd be the Broncos head coach. Maybe it's that, but it also just seems odd to me. But frankly, the fact that we're having to continually fill in the blanks. And, Zach, when I was in with you a couple of days last week when when Stoke was out, it was like, well, if if you're not going to provide the answers or if you're not going to provide the information, you're not going to be transparent, then people are going to fill in the blanks and read the tea leaves their own way. There's no other route to go here. And I just look at it, well, why has it taken this long? If you were going to go down any other path, why isn't it already done? Why, why didn't we have the Sean Payton press conference a week ago? Well, a week ago, they were still trying to figure it out with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you know, it's Tuesday. Right, now we know. A week now ago, we know what week, happened. Well, if he, he told him no when. When was that meeting? Late last week? No, 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 no. Earlier in the week. Okay, yeah, so, so about a week ago. A week ago. Why yes. didn't they have the press conference Thursday or Friday with Sean Payton? Why didn't we have it yesterday well, with Sean because Payton? Like, you're not expecting to go on? down that road after you get told no. Okay, and then what do you do? Then what do they do after that, okay? They pivot to D'Amico Ryans. That's where they were going. And he's in the middle of uh, of playing football. So you can't go down that road, James. Okay, this is what happens. And they release the article. Right. Mike Kliss releases the article, so they're hoping that once he loses, then they're going to have that press conference. Oh, Never mind, because D'Amico Ryans doesn't want to come to Denver. He wants to go to Houston. So now he's out of the equation. Now you're stuck You're stuck, and you're looking around like, okay, do we try to go back to Ann Arbor or do we go back to Sean Payton? That's what's, that's what's taking so long. Okay, not, but, It's not that hard. But we knew like Friday or Saturday that D'Amico Ryans was going to go to Houston. We knew that. It's Tuesday. Like That's a lot of time in this process for this just to continue to drag on. So... You've already met with Sean Payton. I assume you've already talked to the Saints and know what the compensation is going to be. Like, what's the holdup if that's the route? The only other explanation then, if Harbaugh's out and Ryan's is out, is they don't like any of the other six candidates and they got to go back to the drawing board. Well, hold on. There's a big assumption that you just sort of kind of glance by that, well, they have agreed on the compensation. Like, we don't know. I don't think that's well, the they've case. Had, they've had I the don't... conversation about it oh, anyway. I'm, I'm well, sure. like, it's going to take a one, but then once you get down to the nitty-gritty, it's going to be like, okay, well, actually, you know what? We want one and both your threes, and you're like, uh, forget you. We're not giving you the threes. We'll give you the one, and you're kind of going back and forth with that, and you're, you're kind of bluffing who, well, who's going to blink first here. Okay, so my theory is they've had a – They've had their master plan all along, and when we get to the hiring, it'll, we'll look back in hindsight and go, oh, okay, made sense. You guys, though, and I'm trying to put words in your mouth, just making sure I understand it. You guys think they're just 
continually getting shot down, and now they're in scramble mode. No, right? they they they, no. Keep, they they keep asking. Yeah, kind of, yeah, Zach. They, they yeah, can't get a prom a date. Yeah, yeah. they but, can't get a prom date. They're asking right. the third girl. Yes. Well, 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 yeah. I think we can gr- agree on that part. Especially, okay. yes. especially. Well, that's just a fact, actually. Right. In, in my opinion, um, that one part doesn't mean they're necessarily scrambling. In this moment, right. right now, so I want to just sort of separate those two. But they're definitely at least on their third choice. At least that's at what it, least right. At, I mean, you, you could just put your working cap on, right? I mean, yes. your, 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 your thinking cap on. Yes, for that. Harbaugh was number one, and at a bare minimum, D'Amico was number two. At a bare Plus minimum, doesn't put out that no, article no. if they weren't really pushing and they wanted Broncos country to brace themselves for yes. an inexperienced candidate. And by the way, let me just say this to get it off my chest: that's the biggest L here. It's not Harbaugh. Right. It's not Harbaugh. Yes, you're Harbaugh's right. Harbaugh's cushy back there. Harbaugh is, he's got it made. He's going to win again. He's got a great class coming in. The biggest L for this organization, in my humble opinion, is greasing the skids for D'Amico Ryan, releasing the two-and-a-half-page piece, but building momentum to be that, and him going, no, I'll pick the Houston Texans over the Denver Broncos. I think that stings or should sting more than anything else. No doubt, right? That's that's a bad look. And, and you they, don't, but you don't think that you don't think we're you think we're off here. Well, I think we're. I think they're going to end up with Harbaugh. Now, it it could be that both of us are right, right? Like that was their that was their initial guy they wanted, and at the end, we'll look at it and say, oh, okay, that's why it took this long. But they could have come off of him, gone to Ryan's, and then had to go back. And, you know, we talked about it last week. Of If if it were me, I'd get on a plane, fly to Ann Arbor, give Jim my checkbook, and say, write in whatever number you want. Well, they did fly to Ann Arbor. We now know that part is true. They could up the ante and, and eventually just buy their way out of a mess, right? That's That's what billionaires do in a lot of instances. They have that luxury. So it'll look like it was their master plan. I'm not quite so sure that it was, but to some extent it won't matter, right? right. The destination matters, right. not the journey that, that got you there. I still think the destination is going to be a good one. But if you end up with Mike Kafka, and then you're right, D'Amico Ryan's turned you down to go to the Texans, yeah, that's a bad look. That's I mean, do you, do you think? Look. Do you think that D'Amico Ryan's um, told the Broncos that, that he turned them down, in, in essence, that he turned them down and he's going to go to Houston? Yeah, I think he told them you can take me off your list. Yeah. I don't know that there was an offer put in front of him. I don't. I don't know that either. But, but I, I think I can, he said, "Hey, I, I'm going." Why else a is Cliss putting out that article? Why else? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with I, you. I, I don't think he's buddies with D'Amico Ryan. And we had to connect dots, right? Which we've had to do. And last week right. it was well, he he canceled his interview with the Colts and with the Cardinals, and that was like a day or two after he met with the Broncos. He's coming to Denver because we all sort of dismissed Houston. Of hey, they're a, they're, right. a, they're a dumpster fire. That's that's telling if somebody picks. The Texans over you. And I get it. He played there, but he also left there on not particularly good terms, right? Wasn't there like a $10 million a lawsuit, lawsuit yep. about yeah. his injury? I get it. His wife's family is from there. Sometimes not being in that same city would be what you'd want. Um, so it, there, there were a couple of obstacles there. So why would the Texans be a more attractive job than the Broncos? That's what you look at. You'd rather have the second overall pick. And go draft a young quarterback, then inherit Russell Wilson. Yeah, okay. And they have a lot more draft. I mean, okay. yeah, I was going to say, say this South. one's not I mean, hard they, to follow. We went through this last week. I just come on. They James. play in the most winnable division in football. They're not in a oh. division with Pat Mahomes and and Justin Herbert. Uh, you're you're not. Uh, you have four first round picks in the next two years, as opposed to the 29th pick uh, and no second round pick and an unsettled quarterback situation, which you could address at the top of the draft. 
uh, as opposed to a, a quarter billion dollar deal that hasn't even kicked in yet. Every, with Russell every Wilson. division though is one or two key injuries and one or two key draft picks away from flip flopping. Right? There's there's no this one hasn't flip flopped in a long yeah, time. Yeah, you James. also you it also hasn't got flip flopped in a long. It's been Kansas City at the top for a long time. Okay, and they're and back they're, in the Super Bowl half by, a the way, just by the way. Half and a decade And they're one injury away from not being. The, now, did the you Chiefs. see their draft class this year and how many guys are contributing, Here's et cetera, et cetera? I mean, they're they're they're, they're going to be good next year. But if you're I mean, if you're taking a job that you're hoping you're going to be at for a decade, you're basing that on what the teams are right now, right? Like, well, the, well the you Jaguars put everything, have, everything in the blender. You put the Jaguars everything have in. Trevor and, and Lawrence. Houston, and Houston is a lot better spot right now than the Broncos. That's just the facts. I mean, it, it can change in a couple years, but Man. that's the facts. I'd rather start with a foundation that's bare than, a, than with a house on it that's crumbling down that you have to actually tear down and start over and, and, and figure out what to do with all that mess, right? The, their foundation over there is bare. They just have a nice foundation, and they get to do whatever they want, be creative with it. And we didn't even use the word, and you're a 1,000% spot on, Stoke. We didn't even use the word in this conversation yet. Expectations. Yes, You take this job. You're actually supposed to win somehow. They're a five-win team. Houston's a three-win team. You're not expected to win in Houston for years from now, but you are here. And when you add it all up, I just, I don't even think it's comparable. Um, And and by the way, Sean Payton talked about the division and how it's a factor last week on Colin Coward. Like, you got to look at the division. And he compared the AFC South to the AFC West and the differences there. Um, we, I, I just think you're underplaying the AFC South, right? You got Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville, who were one of the hottest teams at the end of the year. They look like they're going to be a playoff team. You've got the Colts, who a year ago had the most pro bowlers in the league, so they got a ton of talent. No they one's fearing the Colts. No, that's two years and ago. They, they stink, got, and, and the Titans, uh, trust me, if anybody knows the Titans, I do, because I had them winning that division, Well, and they crumbled like uh, like no other and just fell apart at the end. They are going in the wrong direction. So let, I don't want to go in the AFC the, South. I don't care about the, the AFC ago. South. Let's get back to this coach and search, James. So where are you at the, now? The, the one-time a, playoff Chargers. So God, I'd be so you, fearful of them. You um, blew a 27 They got Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator oh, now. Well, beware. He'll, beware. He'll, the great, right the the great Kellen Moore. He'll write the ship. Yeah. Um, so, so you you still think it's Jim Harbaugh? I do. Where, where are you at next? Do you think D'Amico Ryan's is definitely going to Houston, or do you think that could no? Because it's not done yet, right? Yeah, so I, it's the same thing as Jim Harbaugh and the in the extension at Michigan. Until you hear that there's you know ink on the paper, I, I, I'm, I wouldn't count him out. Maybe I was Sean Payton. I'm in the same spot I've always been with Sean Payton. I, I don't like giving up draft capital. Uh, I, I think he's a guy that comes with more baggage than maybe people that are pro Sean Payton want to admit. What's the baggage? Well, I think the fact that you went to one Super Bowl in 15 years with the Hall of Fame quarterback is pretty underwhelming to me. Uh, you've got Bounty Gate. You've got some of the other off-field things. Like, I do think those are a factor. I think those are things that this ownership group looks at and says, man, do, Look, do we want to bring that into town? He's also, yes, we do. He's like, also who cares? Had, who cares, James? Like, can the guy coach or not? Well, we, like, we brought Mr. Nice Guy into town last year, giving out hugs, you know, and how did that work, <laughs> He James? was Mr. Mr. Nice Guy. guy. Mr. Just, just, I'm not Mr. saying they Mr. need Smile. a Mr. Nice Guy. He's playing running back. He's playing quarterback in training camp. And, you know, everybody loved him. How did that work out, James? Well, I'm not saying they need uh, Mr. Nice Guy. My guy is Jim like Harbaugh. It. Does anybody think Jim Harbaugh is Mr. Nice Guy? No. Because that's my choice. So, D'Amico Ryans is my second choice. I don't think he's just a nice guy. Who's your third? I would probably go back and see if I can throw enough money at Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn? I I think Dan Quinn would be a really good hire. He said he's going back to the Cowboys. Last year, they gave him a big pay raise and paid him basically like a head coach to be a D.C. We haven't heard that this year. It's just, I'm going back there. 
I don't know that 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 one is is dead yet. I just every day there's a new leak and it comes from Sean Payton's buddies. And I think to some extent that's off putting that, hey, here's Colin Cowherd talking about what a good job it is, what a bad job it is. Like back and forth, he's getting fed information. It's Jeff, whatever his name is, down in New Orleans. Hey, Duncan. Always hey, got Duncan the information. Um, not the good information. You know, there's just there's <laughs> constantly bad, a leak bad. from Sean Payton, which is, you know, that would be troubling to me. Uh, he just seems like a guy that's more about. Sean Payton than did, anything did, else. But did you hear any of that stuff when he was in the Saints? I mean, he's in the media now. And, like, you know, he's putting out different things, or his agent is possibly putting out different things. Um, I Look, I, I'm with you. It's it's not the – I don't love that stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm like, he's going to be here being the coach of this football team, and we need a grown-up, we need an adult. I'm not going to, like, get into all the stuff, that all the fluff that really doesn't matter. I need I need a coach. And if it's Sean Payton, great. If it's Jim Harbaugh, I'm good with that. I don't think D'Amico Ryans is, is in the conversation anymore, and I really don't think Dan Quinn is either. So it's like one of two. I mean, could you go back to Ann Arbor again? Or if you're Greg Pinner, you just like, forget you, Jim. I mean, I flew down there. I was ready to do it, and you, you know, you pulled out at the last second. Here's the part of it, though. And look, Sean Payton, given where they're at, okay, that would look like a pretty darn good hire. Like, hey, they got the big name guy, awesome. And he is a, a guy who would come in here, and you would expect him to have success. But to give up a first round pick for your third or fourth choice, that's boy, that's tough to stomach. That he, you went through the interview process. It could be if he was your number one guy. Okay, then we'll give up whatever we have to to, to get him to some extent. If he's your third or fourth option, man, and you got to trade away a first-round pick to get your third or fourth option, that is a, a statement about the state of this team. Well, what, what, what is the state of the team? The state of this team, and, and I get called a hater and all this stuff, there is a reason, and, and, I'm, I'm, and I want to revisit this, because you sort of gave pushback on the idea that the Texans is not as good of a job as the Denver Broncos. And I think that the market is speaking. The market is speaking. Yes, People don't want this job. No. And guess what? At the core of it, at the very, very, very nucleus of it. Yes, three. It's Russell freaking Wilson. Because if Russell Wilson can play, this job would have been filled 10 days ago. That's be, true, the James. The top candidates That's would be true. sprinting don't to this job. Don't be looking confused. to this job. You're right, Zach. With Preach. this defense Preach. and Russell Wilson, they'd yes. be sprinting to this job. They would. They, so, you think Dan Quinn would pull his name out and say, I'm going back to Dallas well, if he, Russell Wilson could play? No, he would be begging to get this job. Come pulled, on, James. Dan, Come Quinn, on. Dan Quinn pulled his name out last year, and at this time a year ago, Russell Wilson was in Seattle. So I don't know that we can blame Russell Wilson for Dan Quinn well, deciding Dan to Quinn go back and just be a He wasn't getting a job. Justin Fields threw more touchdowns than Russell Wilson this year. Andy Dalton threw more touchdowns than Russell so, Wilson. At the core of why this job sucks, it's it's a lot of things. It's a draft capital. It's a disjointed GM. It's same division as Pat Mahomes. But at the center of it, it's Russell can't play. Oh, yeah. So you guys, if you think these head coaches are looking at it saying, I only want to go to a, a team that plays no, in a no. division with bad no, teams. No, but, but, no. The picky no. ones are. The picky ones are. Oh, yes. my gosh. That's the ones right. who the have good options ones. are. The good ones. Yes, James. I mean, what do you think? I'll go anywhere? Not the good ones. I would want Come to go on. to a place where, hey, you know what? They've got deep pockets and they'll spend whatever it takes to win. That's where I would want to go. You have a salary because cap. Because the, the talent. In, yeah, you can't spend the, on, on, on The salary on cap is a joke. If you can restructure contracts and give people signing bonuses, you can manipulate the numbers all day long. You can't if you don't have the cash to do it. Here they can do it. 
I don't think it's a, a most a, owners in the NFL have most owners have that cash nowadays to do it. You know, twenty years ago, thirty mm-hmm. years ago, no. But nowadays, so you'd rather work for Cal McNair than Greg Penner. See, but I don't think they're I don't think they're thinking about it like that. Like I think that's a part of it. But the current state of the Broncos is like if you're a hot candidate like D'Amico Ryan's. I don't think that you think about it like a fan of like, oh, it's a legacy brand or they won Super Bowls or like it's it's it, the current state is not great. And I think decisions are be, be being made based on the current state of the Broncos, not like the legacy of the Broncos. The legacy of the Broncos is a top five blue blood. The current state of it is a team that's finished last place in the division for four of the last six years. And I just don't think people are rushing here. I And I and I don't think it's a hard story to kind of follow no, either. Not. You're right. It's not. It's really not. And, and it is about Russell Wilson and can he play anymore? And the the coaches have spoken. I mean, they have spoken. I mean, this thing is going on forever. It's like, it, like a couple years ago, this was one of the best jobs out minute. there. Wait a minute. I don't think they've spoken. Do you think Jim Harbaugh is staying at Michigan because he doesn't like Russell Wilson? That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Un- and D'Amico Ryan's is going situation. to Houston because he doesn't like Russell Wilson. That's, that, that's, that's, yeah, this I is one of the negatives it, yeah. why we can't get. Okay. I it, just fundamentally disagree. Because I think guess what? You can't move on. If if what we saw last year is even some semblance, even if it improves by 20%, you're still nowhere near the top of the division, and you can't move on. You're, you're hamstrung financially for years to come. That's even with the cap going up. You can move on, and I believe that they will move on after next year. I believe that they will if Russell doesn't play good. They'll, they'll move on, and that, that's what you have to try to sell to these candidates. Hey, we're going to give Russell one more year, right. and we will bite the bullet and move on. Now, you're going to pay the price. You will pay the price big, for a couple of years because you big have time. to spread it out over two years, make it a post due And by the way, cut. And, and you know what that's called? Cap hell. Yes. And guess what Houston's just getting out of? Cap hell. The, it's the Broncos who are in this awful situation that they're in. So you would rather bet on a rookie quarterback than on Russell Wilson turning it around? A rookie quarterback that's on a, a rookie deal than Russell Wilson on one of the richest contracts in NFL history deal. Yes, yes, yes. That's where you're at right now. Yes. It's, okay. it's everything together. It's everything, James. I it's disagree. Money, it's a contract in the way that he played. So is that why Arizona doesn't have a coach? Because everybody's afraid of Kyler Murray? But that's a big part of it. Yeah. 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 He stinks. Why doesn't Indianapolis have a coach? Why? I mean, they, 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 got a, they, they got a top five pick. They could go. They could go get at one of these rookie quarterbacks. Also, not a great job. No, also Bad not job. a great job. And is that, does that look like a good job to you? I think they're. I think it's one of five or four now that's available. So yeah, I think that looks like a great job. All right, a lot of talent. My guy JT <laughs> coming off a major injury. James Merlat, DenverSports.com. Thanks, James. Thanks man. Um, I want to circle back to uh, what James has given us pushback on. What is at the nucleus of why this has taken so stinking long? That's next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. All right, so we, uh, goodness gracious, had it out with James a little bit. Um, there are a lot of things uh, that are detractors from the Denver Broncos job. Currently. I started feeling kind of bad for James there. I did not. I did not. I mean, he was down. He, I, I just was looking at his face, and he was, like, trying to think of, like, what can I say here? How can I weasel out of this thing? And he just couldn't. It was like, boom, boom, left, right, right, left, left, right. And and when, and if you're on his side of the argument, you have to use your imagination way more as uh, as opposed to – 
just sort of calling it as you see it. Um, there's a lot of things that are dings against this Broncos job that are uh, detractors of this Broncos job. We've talked about them. Um, the, the, the cap flexibility and how much Russell Wilson's new contract is occupying, a contract that hasn't even kicked in yet. The same division as Pat Mahomes. To think that that doesn't play any type of role, I'm not telling you it's the heaviest thing on the scale, but that matters. And Justin Herbert. Like, he's pretty good, too. Like, he's not, you know, on a top three quarterback, but he is a really good young quarterback. So you got to throw him in the mix there also. There's 32 teams in the league. I think about 24 of them would trade quarterbacks with Justin Herbert. Yes, maybe more. Maybe more. I'm, I'm being conservative yeah, to just right. try to be conservative. Yes. So your the division that you play in matters. Your cap flexibility matters. Your draft capital matters. But all of that, and this is why I say this Russ thing is at the nucleus of this thing, that I think if Russell Wilson was still playing at a very high level, this is a guy that at one point in time could break your back with his legs, could um, you know throw 40 touchdowns. He was a nine-time Pro Bowler. Like, this guy was on a Hall of Fame track. If he could still play, all that other stuff that gets added on that are layers um, matter more. But if Russ was still playing at a high level, would you care about his contract? Not not as much. Would you care about the division? Not as much. Uh, would you care about, you know, the, uh, we, we talk about cap um, and what it could cost to move on from him? Well, you wouldn't really be entertaining those conversations because you, you want your franchise quarterback. So... At its core, there are a lot of things to not like about the Broncos' job, but I think the biggest one is, oh, oh, and by the way, you have expectations to win. Yeah. It's the guy who touches the football in every single play. And I think this past year was so egregious that it's scaring a lot of people off, and rightfully so, because if you can't fix them, you're still going to deal with the ripple effect of that for years to come on a decision that was made before you ever got there. Yes. I mean, you're, you're, you're spot on. Those are just the facts. Like you, a coach coming in is looking at everything. He's, I mean, you're looking at well, who's my quarterback? And instead of trying to, you know, resurrect a quarterback that just played awful and rebuild him back up, and hopefully you get him playing, you know, decent football, not special football. We're talking about just decent football, like just solid, good football. Like he's not gonna. I don't see. I don't see him being a special quarterback week in and week out anymore. No. I think those days are gone. So you're hoping to get him back to just being a good quarterback? Like, that's that's a, the ceiling, pretty much. And and it, and it might just be the foundation might just be crumbled. I mean, you might have to just start be. over. Right? It could be. Like you're saying, where where you're looking for a quarterback in a year or two, and you, you just, you, you're, you're paying the price for the salary cap, and, and that's, where you're, that's where you're at. But you look at all of these things, and you would rather start with a blank slate. You'd just rather start with no quarterback than, you know, going down this road for one year, possibly. You know, maybe it lasts longer than that. But, you know, one year and then and then all of a sudden then you're starting over and you're paying the price for the next couple years with a salary cap and you don't have great draft capital. I mean, that's that's just not a it's just not an ideal ideal situation. I mean, that's just the, the bottom line. And I think unfortunately Whatever coach comes in here, I mean, like, where are we at? Are we are we going to be competing? I don't care if you get, you know, George Hallis, Mike mm. Brown. Mm. I like Brown. Mike Brown. 
Just the old cast coach? Vince Lombardi, the old cast coach, yeah. Vince Lombardi could come down from the heavens. You're not going to be a great football team next year, people. I just don't see that happening. Like, you're not going to be a 10-11 win football team. This is going to take time. It's going to. I don't care yes. who you get. You're I mean, in a real hole. You, it's going to take time to get out of it. Right. I mean, this is where we've been. And, you know, not saying in two years or three years you can't get this thing turned around, but, man, it, it ain't going to be a um, a fix overnight type of thing. Uh, unless you can get Russ playing back at a, at a high level consistently. And what it's does just, that even look like? It's, like, it's going to be tough, man. And, and, and when we talk about, like, getting Russ back and fixing Russ, <clears throat> you know, when they went up there when it was the Greg Penner, George Payton press conference, and they said, we, we believe Russ can be fixed. You don't say that if you bo- bo- don't believe he's not broken a little bit. It was hard to watch this year. Davis Mills threw more touchdowns than Russell Wilson. I mean, Lamar Jackson threw more touchdowns in 12 games than Russell Wilson. This is not a hard one to follow. And, and, and I would ask, what's more likely that one year from now, the lackluster play, while even a little bit better, because this year was just so bad. But if you're like, hey, he did it with Hackett and it could get better, even if it improves by 20%, you're still probably trying to figure out a secession plan at quarterback. Yeah. He's not getting younger. He's he's now into his mid-30s. He looks different. He's moving different. So if I if I if I told you your life's on the line, you're hanging off a cliff and your life's on the line. And you got to pick what's more likely. You got to predict the future a little bit. That Russ has is just best days are behind him, and sort of what you see is kind of what you get. Or he finds this second Kurt Warner life, and he's back to throwing forty five touchdowns, and it's the largest teeter totter swing at the position in the history of the sport. I'd pick the first one. I think it's more likely, and it sucks to say that. It really does. It pains me because we've been talking about Broncos football for six years now, uh, coming up this spring. And it's been bad, and we want it to be good. But we can't just come in here and trick ourselves that it's good now. It's not good now. No, it's, it's not. very bad. Hopefully you can get the right coach. Yep. Whoever that may be. Do you go back to Ann Arbor? Do you you know try to figure out Sean Payton deal? Is it? Do, do you fight a Fort Worth? Can you flip D'Amico Ryans? That's, I mean, that's where we're at, right? Those, those, those four right now. And hopefully you hire the right guy. And then you can really start the process of building this house the right way. Yes. But it starts with the coach. Yes, it does. You got to get that right. And if you got to give up a first rounder for Sean Payton, you know, we're okay with that. I don't want to give up more. Do you want to no, give up more? No, but I'm okay with giving up the 29th pick for yes. Sean Payton. If it's, if, it's, if it's Dan Quinn, okay. At, at this point, we just got to find the right coach. If it's Jim Harbaugh and you got to go there for a third visit, I don't really care. I don't care either. Um, we just got to find the right coach. That That's first and foremost to get this ship going. There's no other way to fix it. You, you got to turn around, and it's a long process to get back. That's right. Going the right direction. That's right. Right? It's been and, a long way since the Broncos were coming from that right direction, which means you got to drive that same distance to get back. Did that. I did that one time. Peyton went the wrong way in the car. Mm. Just got finished playing golf with Tiger Woods. Oh. Yeah. Baby flex? Yeah. You know, not to name drop. I don't like to name drop, but, you know, headed the wrong way. Supposed to go to Miami. We're going to Orlando. That's not good. No. But there's no nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it, but get off on the exit. Yeah, and he was driving, by the way. So um, get off on the exit and just hike back the other way. Take your medicine. 
But I'd rather be, I'd rather feel good knowing that the GPS was right now and you were headed in the right, right. direction. We've had this compass that's been spinning. Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, Nathaniel Hackett. You don't know way which, which is up and which is down. That, this, this decision over the next 48 hours <laughs> is the most important decision that the Broncos will make this year and, and arguably for the foreseeable future. So it's massive. And it's all over the place. Um, you know, who, who can tell what's going on here? It's, um, there's a lot of twists and turns, and every night we get a different tweet from someone. And mm-hmm. if it's a rap report, mm-hmm. big, 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 big yeah. name. Or, <laughs> it's just like, holy yeah. cow. Yeah. No one really knows what's going on here. Uh, but it's been fun. And, and I think eventually they'll land on one of these big names, hopefully. I it's, hope not so. a, it's not a, um, a guy we're just kind of. Hoping and speculating, kind of have to stretch and like our imagination. Like, okay, this first time offensive coordinator. Hopefully, it's not that type of guy. Well, if it's Sean Payton, if it's Sean Payton, it's going to cost you your twenty ninth pick. A look back historically on what that pick means and who has it actually been. That's next. <laughs> Listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. What is the 29th overall pick pick worth? Well, it's the word. What it is, it's the 29th pick. But a human being will uh, eventually uh, be assigned that pick. Broncos go up there, make the selection. You hope that player is a part of your core moving forward. But you could uh, deal that uh, in a potential deal for Sean Payton. And so for all, for all we know, that conversation could be taking place right now. Right stinking now. Yep. Um, they could. I mean, you would think they would have the parameters ready to go for the most part, but who knows? Who knows? It's like, hey, it might have been just, you know, it's going to take at least the first, at least, you know, your your your, your first-round pick. Now that we know what it is, 29th pick, they might they might um, want more. I wouldn't give them more. Are the Saints in a position to ask for more? No, but are, are the Broncos in a position to tell them no? If they do ask for more, because that's where I'm at. I keep saying, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I keep saying I'm, that's all I'm giving them is the 29th. Forget them. That's it. I'll call their bluff. But then what if they call our bluff and we don't have any other choices? Like, what if Harbaugh's out? Quinn is in Dallas. D'Amico Ryans is in Houston. Zach, what are we going to do? You no longer have the leverage. Right. So, oh, okay, well, I guess I will give up one of the third-rounders. Right. I mean, that, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I keep, you know, talking tough, but at the end of the day, I would buckle. I think I would, like, I, I would I would fold and just give them that other third-rounder. I don't know. I mean, where were you at? Well, well, what happened to the sort of Mickey Loomis do-right deal with Sean Payton? Oh, the good old Jerry do-right deal for Tony. Yeah. Do-right by Tony. Do-right deal. The shine has come off Tony. Tony Romo. I saw another article. I saw another article written about it this morning, 
and how literally this is something that we were talking about totally talking about peeling back the curtain. We were in a commercial break last uh, yesterday talking about how good uh, Greg Olson has been sounding on these broadcasts. He's with Kevin Burkhart, I believe. They're like the number one team there. And he just keeps on getting better and better. And the public response to Tony Romo keeps souring and souring after it was at a fever pitch like three or four years ago. Yeah, everyone loved Tony because he was guessing the place. That was really all he was doing. And, you know, even though he guessed, he was like 50-50. But Nance would never call him out when he got it wrong. And everyone just loved that style for some reason. Um, but he's been so bad, uh, it's, 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 it's a head scratch. Even my wife was like, oh, my gosh, what is he talking about? Like, what is he saying right there? It makes no sense. And half of the time he speaks, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And he's like, uh, oh, Jim, they're going to be punting here. There's no way they go for this. I'm telling you, when Burrow was in his fourth down and six past the 50-yard line, like going in, I'm like, dude, did you watch the Super Bowl last year? They went for it on the first drive on like fourth and five on the other like right around midfield. You don't think they're going to go for it? They're going to. They're definitely trying to draw them off sides right here, Jim. Set hut hike, ball to chase. You know, first down. Like, dude, like this guy has no clue what's going on. Really bad, really bad. Well, it's funny, super duper bad. But but yesterday morning there was like an article about. Tony Romo and the shine coming off. And today there's another article about Greg Olson surpassing Tony Romo in, in just his second season, I believe. Um, but so it's interesting to, to actually see that kind of unfolding in these like industry, you know, uh, sports uh, um, categories type deal. Um, okay, the 29th overall pick. All right, what do we got? Looked up some players that were picked 29th overall. Cordell Patterson. All right. Peace. He was a bust, and then all of a sudden, you know, they moved into, you know, he's a really good returner, mm-hmm. but he's a receiver to start with. Was not a first-round receiver. And then now they use him a hybrid role and, and running back slash kind of, you know, a gadget type of guy, uh, but but he's a great returner. Harrison Smith. The the safety? Yes. Vikings? Really good. Yeah, really good player. Really good. Made, I think I want to say like five Pro Bowls. Couple uh, all we're pro- not talking about Pro Bowls anymore. Oh, that's another hot button. Yeah. Hold, yeah, hold, I, want to, I actually want to circle right. that back to you because you're right on that. But but he's multiple multiple All-Pro, too. He's really, go. really good. Yeah. Uh, Hakeem Nix. You remember Hakeem Nix? Yeah, it was his teammate. Um, Hakeem the Dream. Nix. Big fella. Right in the middle really, there. Really, really, really good uh, wide receiver for the Giants. Uh Oh, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking of Akeem Hicks in my head. Oh, I'm talking about the wide. You talking about? I think it's the no, wide receiver. Hakeem, yeah, you're on it. I'm okay, off. Okay, I, I'm right. thinking in my mind. I'm thinking yeah. Akeem Hicks. Now, right, Hakeem Hicks. Uh, Hicks. Nicks. Where did me. he go to college? I, I'm just guessing. Oh. Hakeem. Hakeem Nicks. My I don't, teammate. I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. I think North Carolina. If I just had to. Yes, okay. I don't know though. But but yeah, I was his teammate with the Giants. Really good wide receiver um, for years. Nick Mangold. Yeah, center. Jets, York Jets. Uh, really good player. Probably like the best center they've ever had. I think he's up in their ring of fame. Big old beard. Yeah. That was like the Rex Ryan years. Yep. Chris Canty. Yeah. Defensive lineman. Um, Virginia, out of the University of Virginia. Big guy. Look at you. Big guy. By the way, Hakeem Nix, North Carolina. You were on okay. it. All right. Great call. Thank those you. are some players picked uh, uh, with the 29th overall pick. And I picked those because those were the like the best those were the okay. best. Yeah. Three out of every four years when I look at the 29th pick looking back, it's a, it's a name that most of our listeners wouldn't actually know. Um, that doesn't mean you can't get it right. That doesn't mean you can't pick a Hall of Famer. But here's what I would ask you. Which one of these players that I just named would you not, 
and I, I'm, we're doing fantasy football here, right? But which one of those players, like, would you not trade for a potentially game-changing coach with a really high floor like Sean Payton? That you hope to have for, you know, a decade. Yes. None of them. None of them. I'd, I'd, I'd trade any of them. And if anyone knows that, we know that here, Broncos country. We know how important that is. Yep. How tired are we of turning over a coach every you know two to three years? You know what you do then? Everything resets. Yep. And it's tough to get back going in the right direction. And so uh, having a coach and having consistency is very, very important. And and so if you're going to try to get this thing headed back in the right direction, you need to figure out that coach and get the right coach. And so that's very important. I'm good. I'm good with giving up any of those guys. How do you feel? I'll take it a step further to where I was probably two and a half, three weeks ago. We were at Blake Street Tavern having the conversation. There is not one singular player on the Denver Broncos I wouldn't trade mm. for Sean Payton. And, and, and let's just isolate who I think is the best football player the Broncos have. Pat Sertan. I think he's the creme de la creme. He's amazing at his job. He doesn't move the game a half point if he doesn't play on Sunday. I'd trade Pat Sertan for Sean Payton straight up. You tell me I'm crazy, but I think of what the value of a head coach can bring culture-wise, stability of this organization. This organization needs something stable. They need a high floor. I think Sean Payton represents that. I'd do a deal head, swap them out straight up. Um, obviously, that's probably not going to happen. Right. But there's not a singular player on this team that I wouldn't trade heads up one for one with Sean Payton. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, the problem is, you know, you don't want to give up your good, your best player. Of course. Because you're, you're you're trying to, you know, win. And you don't have a lot of really good players. Um, but I, I, I know what you're saying there. I figured I'll, using an extreme example. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give up our, our, our draft pick, our first round pick. How much, where is your limit right now? Give up maybe one other, like the third, God. a first and a third. Oh, that's about it, man. God, yeah, but, that's it, that's it. And then, uh, but here's the thing: what if you say no? What then? You got to just go. You got to go get Dan Quinn, or you fly to Ann Arbor, and you're like, holy moly, we're rich <laughs> and we're gonna spend it. So oh that's what you God. do. That's what you do. Dan Quinn. Yeah. You go get Dan Quinn. Like if Jim Harbaugh's like, no, I got my class. I'm not coming back. I'm not, you know, for the third time. Um, then you go get Dan Quinn. He's not stuck there. Like you can pry Dan Quinn away from Dallas very easily. Here's, you know, $12 million a year, Dan. Dan would love that. And you could get Dan Quinn. That's kind of your fallback, your safe plan. You call their bluff and... Um, you just say, okay, it's just the deal's not going to get done. We're just going to tell you right now, this is all we're giving you. You give more, This is it. Don't mess with us. Or you get nothing because you, you don't have a first-round right. pick anyway. Right, you get nothing, and we'll embarrass y'all. And, and it's going to look really bad when you don't have a, a first-round pick. And what would that fan base say down south Yeah, when they actually don't have a pick and the coach that you won't give up for that yeah. pick right. isn't actually coaching your football team? Yeah, he's on Fox. Wow. So I think that's what you have to do. You have to have a fallback plan, and it's not who you wanted. Might be your fourth or fifth choice, but at least it's Dan Quinn. He has experience, and um, you know he has been to a Super Bowl, and so that that's just what you have to do. It just would um, wouldn't quite be the same for for a few different other reasons. Now you're scrambling to find a coordinator, possibly. Uh, you know, but at, at a certain point, you got to say if you're the Broncos, enough's enough. If you're d- dealing with the Saints, guess what, Denver athlete has unfollowed the team he plays for on social media 
and has removed the fact that he plays for them at all from his bio. Hang tight. It's next.